Hello and welcome back to the Building Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Theo Lim, and today we have the December edition of the Building Strength Pod. Hope you guys enjoyed the first episode back, the November episode. Hope you guys enjoyed the life update and getting into the listener question about how I've changed my mindset around training as time has gone by. And as always, thank you guys for all the feedback, for all the support, and for following up with more questions. On today's episode, we have one listener question and a couple client questions that I want to share with you guys. We're going to be talking about client relationships, training throughout the day, yoga, cardio. But before all that, we have a positive development in the podcast. My wife, Melanie, now listens to the podcast. She's been going through from the start of the podcast from episode one and has been listening to them. And definitely makes me feel a little bit self-conscious about it. But also, she gives me great feedback on it. She's, she's, a, she's a really good supporter of me and my newest fan. So thank you, Melanie, for all the great feedback. Let's get started with a client question. One of my beginner clients, we've been training for a couple of months. And for most of my clients, this one especially, general health, general strength, general mobility and flexibility, that is the goal. So she asked me, I've been doing the lunges, glute bridges and stretches that you showed me here and there during the day. Is it okay if I do them sporadically throughout my workday, or do I need to do them all at once? Beautiful question. As always, I think that anything is going to be better than nothing. Something's going to be, something's always going to be better than nothing. So if you can do 10 lunges per leg while you're waiting for your water to boil, or you can do some glute bridges, or you can stretch your hips for a couple minutes here and there at, throughout your workday. And I think that's great. I really think that's amazing. Um, I always recommend people, if they're able to, to install a pull-up bar in their home, because even if you can hang for a couple seconds, like 30 seconds, 40 seconds, Whatever you can do. If you can hang, if you can do a couple pull-ups, you can do a couple knee raises throughout the day. That is all great because anything is always better than nothing. So, yeah, let's keep that one short. Um, If you only have a couple minutes to stretch out your shoulders, stretch out your back, stretch out your hips your calves, your forearms, whatever it is. 
anything, anything is great. It all adds up. It really all adds up. Um, people sometimes ask me when I'm demonstrating certain stretches or certain exercises like, oh my gosh, how do you, how do you have so much flexibility or how are you so flexible? And I just point to the fact that I've been doing this for a very long time. Um, you know, it all adds up. Let's take for an example, let's take for example, a downward dog position. Something that I'm really big into in terms of spinal health, in terms of lengthening out the posterior, the hamstrings, the spine, the shoulders get put into a good position where you have to stabilize your body weight. So for a downward dog, if I've done, say for example, say for example, when I do a downward dog, you're there for about 20 seconds, not a long time, right? 20 seconds, but five times a week at 20 seconds is 100 seconds times four weeks is 400 seconds and then times a year so 400 times 12 that's 4800 seconds um, what is that per I think that's 80 minutes if my math is correct 4800 divided by 60 let me do that math real quick 4800 divided by 60 yeah so 80 minutes a year times 10 years that's 800 minutes in a downward dog position of course your you know of course your body's going to adapt to that your body's going to adjust to that and that's off of what was the math when i first started 20 seconds a day right so it all adds up and that's just an example for the downward dog let's take an example like bodyweight squats because squats are so simple one of the best things you can do for the lower body even just a bodyweight squat if we do 10 bodyweight squats for say 30 times no let's just keep it simple 10 bodyweight squats a week times 4 so it's 40 per month times 12 so it's 480 squats per year so 480 squats per year you multiply that by five years, you're at 2,400 squats. And that's only 10 per week. Of course, if you do 2,400 squats, you do 2,400 of anything, your body's going to adapt, right? And obviously, we're operating under the assumption that the squats are done with great technique for you. So anyway, let's move on from that. All in all, that's to say that each little thing that you do adds up. It all adds up and it all has a cumulative effect. Um, another question I got from a client was, is doing yoga or cardio bad if my focus is strength training? And no, absolutely not. It is not bad to do yoga or cardio if your focus is strength training. It will only help you. Um, I always, and then I told that, sp that client that for me, I encourage any and all types of activity outside of strength training. If we do strength training twice a week, three times a week, it's very, very beneficial for you to go out there and do other stuff, other 
kinds of physical activity and it doesn't have to be strength training. For example, if someone had the option to strength train twice a week and play a sport twice a week, I would, in terms of general health, if general health was your goal, I would say that two times of strength training and two times of playing some kind of sport would be preferable versus strength training four times a week. Obviously, if aesthetics and strength was the main goal, then being in the gym four times a week is the right move. But in term, if we're talking about general health, I think any and all activities outside of just lifting weights is very, very beneficial. Okay, now we have a question from Austin Carter. Really appreciate this question. This is a great question, and we're going to dive into this and spend a little bit of time here. So Austin asks, as a trainer, do you try to get to know your clients? Like asking them about their days, their lives, etc. And short answer, yes, absolutely. I try to get to know my clients. As someone who trains people in person, I really don't have that many different clients. I probably have around 20 to 30 active clients at a time. And yes, I absolutely try to get to know them on a personal level, um, especially now that I'm doing mostly one-on-one training, two-on-one training, and some three-on-one training. Um, In the past, so that's been my situation for the last three years. Before that, I was doing more small group training, so more three-person groups, four-person groups, five-person groups, and large group classes. Uh, We're talking 10 to 20 people in one class. So I do try to get to know my clients, um, but context the context matters for sure, as in now that... I'm doing more personal training, one-on-one, two-on-one. I have more opportunity to get to know my clients. So it's a different situation than what I was doing before, where I was doing smaller groups like four to six people and larger groups, 10 to 20 people. In, In large group classes, the opportunity to get to know people on a personal level isn't as obvious um, because when you're running a larger group, whether it's a team or just like a 10 to 20 person group, there isn't really time to chat with someone during the actual session because you're kind of in and out in terms of, okay, you you're walking around you're making sure everyone's doing things safely and everyone knows what they're doing. Uh, so you might drop in, do a form check on one person. Okay, this person's got it. You might give a cue or two and then you check if they're doing it right. 
and then you move on and that's it's just uh you're just doing that the whole time right so in a large group there is not that opportunity to stand there and talk to someone um, that opportunity kind of comes before or after the session which is which is good like those are the opportunities to get to know someone on a on a more personal level um, before the class you know the questions are always the same whether it's a group class small group or personal training it's like how are you how's your day been uh, you know how's how's your energy level today how, how was your sleep last night? Those kinds of probing questions, especially in a group setting, not especially, like in a group setting and on a personal, in a personal setting, but in a, in a group setting that kind of just gives you a, a little bit of an idea of how people are feeling that day. Because people will tell you if they're not feeling super energetic that day or if they had a bad sleep that night, in a group setting, I found that it's like, that's the important information because then I'm not going to go and give them a hard time if it looks like they're, uh, you know, not pushing super hard that day. Like if I, if someone came in and said, oh, I had a bad sleep or I've had a long day at work, if they just want to get in and get a little bit of a sweat going going on, get get a bit of blood flowing, I'm going to leave them alone. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to go and be like, oh, you should try to do more weight or, oh, what are you doing? You're being, you're being lazy today. You know what I mean? That would be totally, that would be very inappropriate on my end. So in a large group setting, I find that, you know, I really made sure I said hi to everyone as they came in as they're checking into the class, into the session, say, hi, how are you? You know, just get a vibe because if someone's not feeling great, they'll probably tell you. And if they don't say anything, it's like, okay, cool. You're good to go. You, you feel energized. Uh, and you can tell, right? If you look at someone, look at how they're walking in. Are they like coming in relaxed? Are they frazzled as they're walking in to the gym? There's all these little things to watch out for. Um, and then in terms of a smaller group, even four to six people, same kind of thing. I found that, you know, you don't have that many opportunities to chat too much in between because there's people to take care of. There's people might be doing different exercises, etc. Mm, so I've found that because now that I'm doing more personal training that I have had a chance to really get to know my clients on a personal level because in between sets you're chatting during the warm-up you're chatting um, at the end of the session you're chatting there's a 45 to 60 minute window where I'm with one person or even two people and oftentimes I train couples or maybe I train good friends Sometimes I'm training people who who don't know each other yet, but over the course of spending time together, they get to know each other. So yeah, definitely. I'm asking like, how are you? How's your day been? How is your weekend? Any plans for the weekend coming up? Anything fun going on this weekend? You know, uh, any plans for the holidays? 
that kind of stuff. And a, a good percentage of my clients have young kids. So I feel like I'm now able to relate with them more because I have Tallulah who's seven and most of my clients have clients, uh, most of my clients have kids who are either her age or younger. And then some might have, I train a couple people whose kids are the same age as me. So there's a lot of things to talk about, to relate on. And then in terms of getting to know clients, like building a relationship matters because if I see a client two to three times a week, two to three, that's two to three hours a week, that's, you know, eight to 12 hours a month. That's more time. I spend more time with my clients than I spend with my family or not with my, not with my like family that lives with me, but like my mom and dad or my sister or my best friends even. Um, so that's a lot of time spent together. And if you are not vibing or if you don't have a like relationship or if you don't have anything to talk about in that session, then it's like a super boring session for, for both myself and for them. Obviously, it really depends on the client. Um, that's why it's called personal training, right? It's, it really depends. Some, some clients want to chat more while others would prefer not to chat as much. Um, so you can, I kind of just go with their vibe. Um, and I also, for me, like after, after a certain point, when I've trained someone for a while, they know, they know what we're doing, right? There's not a lot of new things in the workout in terms of instructions. Um, you know, after a certain amount of time, everyone is squatting really well. Everyone's lunging well. Everyone's hinging well. You know, everyone knows how to do a push up. Everyone knows how to bench press. Everyone knows how to row, do chin ups. And of course, there's always cueing going on. But after a while, like if I've taught someone well, they know exactly what we're doing. So it's less instruction and demonstration. Of course, there's still lots of coaching, cueing, making sure, just reinforcing good habits, right? But now there's more time to chat during the session. Um, so, you know, in terms of getting to know people, absolutely, I want to know what's going on in their lives just because it will give me, it gives me a better idea of how, like what they've got going on and that, that helps me adjust my sessions accordingly. Like for example, if someone is very stressed out, they have a, like a lot of work going on, they're constantly tired. Uh, their sleep is really suffering. You know, I will give them a different kind of workout slash experience versus someone who's who's getting great sleep, who's really staying on top of their nutrition. Uh, they have a lot of energy. They have a lot of resources to give during our session. Those those workouts are going to look very different. 
and the as a coach my goal of that workout is going to is going to vary depending on that person and their individual needs and what they've got going on in life and if i don't ask them about their life or if i don't get to know them on a more personal level i won't know how to do that right and it really i think my personality also lends well to this because i'm a i'm a listener i would i'm okay asking someone a question and then letting them talk for a couple minutes and i'll just kind of i'll provide my you know i'll keep the conversation going ask them follow-up questions or comment on what they've told me and then i'm also very willing to share my own personal life like i've got nothing really to hide i've got you know i'm okay sharing what i've got going on as well and you know just that back and forth that give and take if someone is uh, willing to be vulnerable with me then I will share with them some of the more vulnerable parts of my life Um, you know it's it's all just a give and take right like personal training is personal like I mentioned last episode we just got married we did wedding planning for the better part of a year so that was an that was something that filled out filled a lot of our conversations in the gym with my clients who are married and you know just asking them about their wedding experience or asking them for advice um you know people people love to talk about themselves so if you can if you can ask them all right say most people like to talk about themselves but so if you can ask them good questions and get them talking it's like it makes the session very enjoyable everyone has a good time you're getting a good workout in and everyone leaves in a good mood you know what what more could you ask for right and of course i'm talking right now more about the personal part of the training rather than the training part of the training of course the training has to be on point like we have to be doing the appropriate things we have to be doing things well we have to be doing things in an effective manner of course that has to happen this is just more the personal side of things right so definitely building a relationship is very important and then of course like that just it's just good it's just good business because if you and your client vibe well they they you know the the time slot works well for them the location works well for them they like the training that you do they like your style of training then like the best thing for me is when a client when a client becomes consistent we just have a standing time slot like i don't need to the best one the best clients are the ones where you know we know okay you're here tuesday thursday at seven o'clock 
and we're just going to do that until that time doesn't work for you anymore or something else changes. So, you know, getting clients, getting new clients is, of course, very important. But keeping clients is is the most important thing um, that that retention is so important, right? Because it's when I have a schedule change, like, okay, a client has to stop coming um, because something has changed for them, then filling that time slot is the next priority. And then once I fill that time slot, I make sure that that person and myself that we're a good match once we have that then we're rolling and then it's just good business right of course it's like it's just been it's just a beneficial relationship for everyone both for the client and myself so just making sure you're a good match with the client and of course like of course things change things change over time for me i've been doing this now I think going on seven years and I've just been very blessed to be able to build uh, what I've been building where I, where I have a really solid and consistent um, base of clients and I'm super blessed for that, super grateful for that. But when you first start out, you kind of have to take everyone. When I first started, I took everyone kind of have to deal with it like sometimes the personalities don't match as well and I actually had this experience I want to share this experience just a couple months ago where I had a new client come in he was looking you know to get his strength training game going on he he was looking to put on some weight and just from the first session we didn't quite vibe and i i'm uh i'm very receptive to the emotional side of things and i just you know i just knew we didn't vibe right away but i was like but he was willing to come in at a time slot that i was trying to fill and i was like okay i'll i'll do this because i i want to fill this time slot so in my head i'm thinking okay I'm not really sure if this is going to work, but you know, we tried it out and I'm very transparent with clients to start. I tell them, okay, come in. We have, we'll do our first session together. We'll, you know, do everything we need to do, but most importantly, let's figure out if we're a good match for each other. And then first session, it was okay. Kind of got some weird vibes but he, he wanted to rebook in, so we booked in. Uh, we did, I think, maybe three or four sessions total. And I just remember, like, in the back of my mind as we were training, in my head I'm thinking, does this guy even want to be here? Like, what what are we doing? What Does he even like this? Like, what is going on? And I just got the weirdest vibes. And then... Uh, in the last session that we did together, I think it was our third or fourth one. He was just like, uh, I'm going to try out a different trainer. Or he had been trying to train with both myself and someone else at the same time just to like find the right fit, which I totally understand. 
It's like, okay, I think, I don't think I'm going to come back. Um, I think I like uh, the style of this other trainer. And I was like, okay, cool. That's great. And in my head, I'm like, oh, what a relief. Like, of course, <laughs> of course, I'm like, anyway, I just, it was just a, it was just an interesting experience because it had been a while since I had dealt with that. Most of the time, um, most of the time, people who come to me, we vibe well. And that was just a, that was just a funny experience where I would come in and ask Melanie or tell Melanie about it. Be like, I'd say like, I don't even know if that person wants to be here right now. I'm, it's so weird. Like, I guess to give specific examples, I would ask him questions about like, okay, how, how is this feeling or how'd that exercise feel? And it would be a very short and curt answer. Like, um, it feels good or it feels okay. And then like, he wouldn't make eye contact with me anyway. All that to say is that personality and getting along and having a having an actual friendly relationship is super helpful um, with personal training. Because like I said earlier, you spend so much time with your clients, right? And you, you want it to be a good time for everyone. Like if I did 25 sessions a week and I didn't have a good time doing it, that would be terrible. But when I look at my schedule and I see my, the names of my clients, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a good day. I get to train so-and-so we get to hang out. I get to like, we'll talk about our weekends. We'll like, you know, it's just a good time. We listen to good music. Oh, in terms of getting to know your clients, like for me, my Spotify, I have like, so I have so many different playlists now, not not all that I've made, but some that I found just getting to know, um, clients, musical preferences, then everyone's having a good time. Everyone's vibing. Everyone's getting a good workout in. It's all, it's all good. So hopefully that answers your question, Austin. I really appreciate that question because it was when you first, when you messaged me and asked me, I was like, Oh, I love this question. This is so good and it's so important, right? So that is all for today's episode. Today is December 15th, 2022. Hope everyone's got, hope everyone's month is going well. Hope everyone's holiday planning is going well. Hope everyone's staying healthy. And... I think next episode I gotta I gotta do an episode with my wife Melanie. Maybe a little QA. She's uh so give to give you some background. My wife Melanie is also super strong, super jacked. She's a boxer. She's got I believe it's seventeen amateur fights under her belt. So she's got a lot of training experience herself, a lot of knowledge on her end as well. So maybe, maybe we'll do an episode and that would be, that would be really fun. Okay. As always, 
message me if you have any questions. Instagram is my name, theodore.lim. If you have any training inquiries, both in person or online, it's theodorelim.ca. And if you have any podcast suggestions, like uh, podcast questions for me to address next episode, let me know and we'll make it happen. So as always, thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate you guys. Hope you're staying healthy. Hope you guys are thriving. Keep drinking that water. Keep getting that protein in. Keep that mobility work going. Keep getting stronger. Keep getting more jacked. And take care of yourself. Take care of your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Because all that is super important. If you can't, if you're not taking care of yourself, how can you take care of the people around you, right? So with that being said, sending you lots of love and until next time, peace.